welcome back to another episode of when life gives you grapes <laughs> and today i have a very very special guest it's my roommate gabby gabby hi. friend <laughs> say hi gabby hi i'm very oh excited I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited about this episode because this is her introduction to podcasting because we've been trying to get her to set up a podcast so we're first going to talk about kind of how we became friends because there's like a fun story behind that and how we are currently roommates and then we're also going to talk about gabby's interests which mainly we'll be talking about nutrition and i'm going to be asking her some juicy questions about what people get wrong about nutrition and she's gonna kind of expand some insight on that and i know that nutrition is personal for each person and a lot of people don't actually know a lot about it so I feel like this episode could be very helpful to you as a listener so without further ado go ahead and introduce yourself Gabby my name is Gabby I'm a senior at Liberty University and I don't really know what else to say about myself I'm majoring in preclinical public health and I have a minor in exercise science oh wait no just kidding it's strength and conditioning and my end goal is to be a dietitian that's kind of like what I'm going to school for so my plan after this is to try to get my master's in dietetics so yeah (laughs) friends so that's a funny story so I I'll say it from my perspective I met these two girls it was before the first day of classes freshman year what I had in common with these girls that I'd met was that they lived on the hill and then eventually I ran into them in the library I think it was at Einstein's bagel and they introduced me to Gabby specifically because they found out that both of us lived in Texas and then we both discovered that we both live in the same area she lives like 10 minutes from my fiance jp so that was kind of crazy but we followed each other on instagram and then that was kind of it we had always been kind of mutual friends but then whenever i was looking for a roommate in spring of last year i put on my story that i needed a roommate and i did not think that anybody was going to say anything because <laughs> like, in your DMs, yes! girl. <laughs> and then gabby gabby slides up in my dms <laughs> And she's like, hello, I'm looking for a roommate. And like, I honestly thought she was just saying that because some people flake out, especially people that you don't know very well. I did not Mm -hmm. know Gabby that well. So I didn't think it was going to work out, but she ended up sticking with it. We signed a lease at the apartment we're at. Long story short, I mean, we'll probably, it'll probably unfold a little bit in her story, but over time, like we've become good friends, even though we're very different. So Mm -hmm. your turn. Yeah, so basically kind of like skipping past the the other things. I had some really good friends my freshman year that were on my hall. It was really cool coming here and like meeting Lexi because not only did I like not really know anybody here, but it was crazy that you were from Houston and then specifically like my area of Houston because Houston can be like really big. There's a lot of people there. So that was kind of cool. We were really close to each other. Another thing that I had like, you know, me and Lexi are so different just even in the way like we carry ourselves or just like things that we like and stuff. But I think one of the cool things was that we do have a lot of the same, like, core values, even though sometimes they're different. And we've talked, we really embrace our differences. I feel like we've never tried to be anyone else but ourselves towards each other. And that's one thing I like is, like, we can agree on things and, like, not argue about it. But most of the times we can see, like, where the other one's coming from and stuff. Um, Like, one thing I like about Lexi, though, is she's, like, a hard worker. You know, she values, like really like being a boss and like getting her stuff you know so you know you value your education and you work hard and you really look forward to giving your best and like having goals for yourself which that was something that I immediately 
got from you like when i met you and that's one thing that i really liked is i think we could really thank you Gabby. <laughs> that i could really like you know sympathize with i don't even know what i'm trying to say but you know what i mean so. no but i was gonna say gabby is very good at giving compliments and she does not give herself enough credit she is the ultimate girl bossification of girl bosses so we love her very very much what were your first impressions how about that Oh like my first gosh. impressions of each other <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh no wait uh-oh <laughs> no i'm just kidding wait. first off your dog shot on me oh wait <laughs> please tell that story oh my gosh okay <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so actually oh we, we have i have to give a little bit of context so we already knew that we were going to be roommates at this point of meeting up it was during spring of 21 i was still in my online semester and she was home for easter break so i was like oh my gosh we should go get starbucks and hang out together and i decided to yeah just to get to know each other and it was it was really fun but yeah i'll let you tell the rest of the story lexi invites me like yeah let's do it and we're with she's like well i might take my dog on a walk would you like want to just like walk and talk and i was like yeah that'd be cool so she introduces me to her dog (laughs) boots what (laughs) <laughs> boots is super cute love love the thing so cute and i like dogs so i was like okay yeah that'd be cool yeah we walk talk blah 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 so then <laughs> she's dropping me off at home you're like yeah boots likes to sit in people's laps she's super friendly and i was like oh my gosh like this dog is so nice like it's so cute and then like all of a sudden like at the end of like you're like pulling up to my street and i was like what is that smell like what in the world and i was honestly <laughs> Honest to God, I thought you farted. Like, I was like, dang, this girl farted. I was like, dang. But I just wasn't going to say anything. I was like, whatever. And then I was wearing, like, a big white hoodie. Or no, it was just, like, a big white sweatshirt or whatever. And I leave, and I get up, and I'm opening my door. I'm like, I still smell this smell. What the heck is it? And I go to the bathroom, and I look in the mirror, and I see this big old, like, I'm not going to cuss or anything, but I see this big old, like, stain on my thing. And Boots had basically, like, crapped on me <laughs> while she was Poor sitting me. down. But, I mean, it's fine. Like, I cleaned it out, <laughs> you know. But I was just like, oh, my gosh. That was, like, literal first impressions, which were really funny. She didn't tell me this, I think, until a, a month ago. Like, literally two weeks ago. Yeah. It was whenever we, – because we just recently went on a road trip, and we were in the car with each other for 12 hours. And she decided to tell me then. First impressions, whenever we met freshman year, I didn't really think of anything – like bad of you or anything and then the first time we met over easter break last year i felt very drawn to you because you also talked about all the long-term plans you had even short-term goals that you had and again i really appreciate that because i feel like 50 to 60 percent of the people you meet just don't have any goals and they're just like i don't know what i'm doing and they're on mommy and daddy's dime in college and so it's just like refreshing to hear that somebody else actually is motivated you know so that was really nice i just like i would say the my first impression of you was you're a hard worker and then just kind of like throughout our friendship like i've just i've had a lot of fun seeing like combining our personalities because you're definitely a city girl (laughs) and i'm like i love the city but like i'm not i also really like nature (laughs) and so like whenever it comes to activities that we want to do it's fun like 
trying to compromise on that or learning what you like to do and you trying things that i like to do so that's a summary of our friendship i thought it'd be very insightful to kind of pick her brain about her side of nutrition what advice she may have what bothers her that maybe people can learn from so i first want to ask you how did you get into nutrition honestly i feel like a lot of my life i've had I'd struggled with it and i didn't even realize like throughout all of that time struggling with it that I paid so much attention and actually learned a lot through it Um, because I was always like researching and stuff like that and just trying to learn more about it and I remember a couple times my mom was like I think you'd be really good at that like you don't even realize how much you like pay attention to all these things I was like nah like that sounds weird I don't Mm -hmm. like it I have to add this because it's part of like how it came but like I honestly I remember being pretty young and I was just like praying about like you know where you know, like, where I should go in life or just, like, what God would, like, have me to do because I'm very, like, if I know where I'm going, I want to work as hard as I can to be the best at that, and so I was, like, Mm -hmm. I want to start, like, you know, something just kind of changed, and I started to feel really drawn towards that, and then I kind of had, like, you know, realized that's kind of, like, something that I'm called to, and I not only realized that, but then I started falling in love with it more and more and realizing how big it is in my life and how much I love learning about it and see so much importance in it Mm -hmm. and how much, like, the world does need it if that makes sense <laughs> so yes, they do need yes. especially yeah. america <laughs> lol but yeah so that's kind of how it um began now that we've gotten more of a background about gabby i now want to ask you what are some things you see often that people get wrong about nutrition one of the things I think I would say as like a common mistake is people trying to look at what other people are doing and apply it to their life thinking it'll work the same way or even just, you know, following mass like statements, you know, like I should cut out all gluten, I should cut out, you know, all whatever, which I mean certain things if you if you want to cut out gluten, cut out gluten, but in reality it's like, okay, what is your goal? And okay, let me ask you, how is cutting out gluten going to get you to your goal of losing 100 pounds? People, you know, they give up too easily or not too easily. They give up too quickly because they're not seeing the results. And honestly, you know, you have to put in the work consistently and it's not going to be just an overnight thing. Like a lot of people quit before they can see those results. When it comes to nutrition is it's important to have something that's practical and realistic to your life. If someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I'm a super busy mom, you know, I barely have time to eat or blah, blah, blah. I'm eating fast food all the time blah blah blah. I'm not gonna tell them okay like I think what you should do is just go super hardcore really fast cut out any like fast food and just count all your calories it's not attainable like or it's not realistic or practical to their lifestyle having um, something that's consistent realistic and attainable to your goals is important and something that you can work on every day or even like people can sometimes see the misconceptions on just like Instagram and see someone's like long post and be like oh that's what I should be doing like I should be eating gluten-free and that will make me lose 45 pounds or I've I know people that are like I should go vegan and like I'll lose 45 pounds or whatever and it's like potato chips are vegan french fries can be <laughs> vegan like so many you know what I mean it's not always a cut and dry answer and really I think that's where people can get so wrapped up I was talking to someone today about like keto and how you know she's like I don't understand I'm eating all I'm eating is cheese and meat and like I feel like crap and you know and <laughs> so we talked through that and just you know I think that can kind of be one of the common misconceptions I see. Next question, which kind of hits off of the previous one. What are your pet peeves related to nutrition? Oh gosh, I could go on for this for like forever. (laughs) I think a big pet peeve of mine is, you know, something, again, this is highly individualized on, you know, 
just people's needs, wants, goals, different things. And just even a person's body, how it responds to things. But I think one of my biggest pet peeves is people who don't have the education in nutrition and then try to like market as they do, if that makes sense. And that's one one thing I'm very honest with my clients about because I have like, I'm a certified nutrition coach and I tell them, the first thing I tell them is I'm a certified nutrition coach. I'm trying to be a dietitian. That's my end goal. That's what I'm going to be. But right now I'm not there. Like I don't have a master's and I'm like, I'm not gonna, I can't make you a meal plan. There's certain restrictions on what my certification has. I'm never going to try to be anything that I don't have yet. Let me clear that up right now too. Like there's a difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian. So a nutritionist can be anyone off the street that's like, hey, I like nutrition. I'm gonna teach this person. I'm a nutritionist. But a dietitian is someone who, you know, you have to go through all the regulations of, you have to get your master's now. Like they just changed it to where you have to get your master's from an accredited school and, you know, have these certain classes. And then you have to pass the RD exam and then go through like an internship afterwards. There's a bunch of different steps you have to take to qualify to be a registered dietitian and honestly like I've had my own experience with this you know we've talked about it I was about 16 17 years old and you know I was playing multiple sports I had jobs like I was active and I also had like a past of just like disordered eating and stuff like that and I was in like medical classes in our high school like they offered those kind of things and one of the speakers that came she was like marketing herself as um kind of like a nutritionist she had like a weight loss what is it called a weight loss practice I guess yeah. um and this woman was really educated she actually was like a gynecologist and that was her field of study that she you know got her education in but she was really passionate about nutrition and she talked about that and again she is probably still learning like no hate and it's important to have grace on this situation but this is why it's so important to not market yourself as something that you don't have the qualifications behind honestly i had basically told her you know i really want to lose weight in the healthy right way because i feel like i've you know in the past tried to do it in some not really healthy ways um and looking back my body was honestly fine like i was smaller than i am now like body fat percentage was less like i was a lot tinier i was healthy like i did not need to lose weight but you know, in my head, like I still had that struggle with like body image and stuff like that. I'd gone to this woman, she basically had given me like a sheet of paper, kind of like of what she like prescribed or recommended. Um, and it just had a lot of things that just weren't like as, as a dietitian, I'm not even a dietitian yet, but I, even as a certified nutrition coach, I would not recommend those things. You know, she had me, my daily calorie allowance was a thousand calories one of my drinks was supposed or one of my meals was supposed to be drank she recommended the premier protein shakes and so that was like supposed to be one of my three meals one other thing that was said like on the sheet was like if it's a carb and it's white then it's not right just so many different like restrictive things which of course like if you're trying to meet a goal you're gonna have to cut out some things i understand that me as a person i'm very like driven so if you give me a sheet that says a thousand calories my goal is like i'm gonna exceed that i'm gonna do better like so i was eating like get trying to get down as much as I could so a thousand was what I would allow myself as the max because it said my daily calorie allowance so I was eating about 800 calories 600 calories and just kind of like pushing it to see how low I could go and it it made me feel like crap I was getting physically sick like I would my immune system was shot um I felt terrible my athletic performance went down I actually got injured that year it was just not good in general and for me it was it was also dangerous because I started thinking okay since I'm going to a health professional this is the standard of how I should be losing weight counting every single calorie I remember counting like cinnamon and counting salt and pepper trying to like see exactly how many calories was in that like 
you know, it got so like obsessive. And of course, before that, I kind of had that too. I'm not putting all the blame on this woman, but that's why it's so important. And I think that's where honestly, like the nutrition system as a whole can kind of be flawed in the way they regulate things. Like again, supplements aren't even regulated. And I feel like the term of, you know, nutritionist is not even like regulated at all it's undervalued and it's mistaken for yeah and then, something it's not yeah and then a lot of people just think they can do it yeah because it's like oh it's nutrition i can teach that when reality like they're teaching it's a it lot wrong. more serious than what they're making it yeah that makes sense yeah another short one i would say yeah. is just like people trying to like fall for like fad diets and try to like i guess i don't know oh my gosh diet culture yeah exactly will just, you talk a little bit about that yeah yeah sorry yes. i feel like i talked so much on the no, last one i was talking really interesting. fast i think the idea of like oh this will work for me or like even sometimes people think oh if i do keto or if i do intermittent fasting or whatever and bodies are just built different like you can lose weight or get to the same body fat percentage as a certain person and look different still like that's one thing that's like you know people i think have a conception in their head that sometimes won't like follow through and then another thing is just sometimes it's like they're just not healthy like honestly they're like wrecking your body like the keto diet Mm -hmm. is that one even healthy because I've I haven't looked into the actual diet itself, but people are saying that you're not allowed to eat apples because it has too many carbs. So I'll go into that. And again, like I always say, this I'm a certified nutrition coach. I'm not a di- like a dietitian, so I still have a lot to learn. And one day I'm gonna be there. But right now, this is just what I've learned through my experiences and the things I've taken in classes and stuff like that. But keto, I'm not a big fan of it because first off, like your brain needs carbs. Like your brain, like your brain it needs carbs to live. Your yeah. brain runs off of carbs. So, you know, sometimes people like they get brain fog or they say they're just having like mood swings or they feel like crap. I remember my dad tried to do keto and he was basically just eating Popeye's chicken every day. <laughs> and like, that's not really, you know, I think focusing on the quality of foods you're eating and, you know, like listening, like, you know, am I actually eating when I'm hungry or stuff like that? Because you can be on keto and still eat a surplus of calories, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. fat has nine calories per gram, which is over twice the amount that protein and carbs has. And then people get bored with it because they're eating the same foods over and over. Some people have kidney problems um, from going keto and they're not drinking enough water. Kidney problems? Yeah, I've heard, like, a lot of... Uh, one thing of that was, like, getting kidney stones and just, like, kidney failure. Oh. I remember in one of my classes learning about that, but yeah. Well, that's a lot of information and i think that's very interesting like that's just an interesting topic that y'all should be looking more into last question what do you want the person listening to this to know about nutrition in general like any advice any insightful information that they should know honestly one thing that i would want people to understand is the importance in nutrition and how it can affect so many different things whether you're an athlete whether you're a stay-at-home mom whether you know, you're a full-time, like, college student or whatever, like, nutrition can impact your life so much, and there's so much importance, and we're still learning so much about it, um, and it's just another way that you can take care of your body and take care of your future. Thank you, Gabby, for sharing, um, and I wanted to add something that, from a business student slash just business in general perspective, is that people have just capitalized on nutrition and spreading false information um targeting very vulnerable mostly women like yes some men but it is mostly women who are trying to uh lose weight with tea like i've literally with my youtube channel i've had like multiple companies reach out to me because i'm a woman and i have a smaller channel 
and it's like these detox teas that tell you you'll lose this amount of weight and they're asking they're asking me to endorse that and like even on instagram you'll see just products that promise things that are just kind of what you said earlier just fads even the fact that people want to like have the intention to capitalize on that vulnerability is just so interesting so what do you have to say to that yeah and even what you said about like women being more targeted honestly don't know because honestly it's kind of crazy the past few years i've seen it's so crazy like i've seen guys struggle with eating disorders i've seen yeah like 100 percent uh and i've seen guys even get targeted in a different way like you said women might be targeted in a way that's like oh lose weight this way or whatever but guys may feel pressure to gain weight or you know protein powders exactly yeah so different perspective for you i feel like each target they just know how to target so well um the market is like insane (laughs) how much they capitalize over that you know selling selling things that literally aren't true like let's talk about how you know uh supplements aren't even regulated oh my gosh (laughs) yeah how people overdose on vitamins like i know nothing about nutrition but the fact that like so many people or companies are like promoting all of these vitamins that you need to take which can be good but like a lot of it just goes down the drain. Well, also, a lot of it, like, you don't even know what's in it. It's not regulated. I could literally get a pill, fill it with rice flour, and say that there's all this stuff in it or make these claims and stuff like that. A lot of these things are unregulated, and people just believe what's on the packaging or what's sold. I think it's a big thing that's marketed, and that's another pip peeve of mine is just how the market really takes advantage of people that don't know a lot about nutrition. Yeah. So then what would you say to the listener How can they be cautious about these marketing schemes and what can they do to improve their knowledge to know the difference between what is fake and what's actually going to benefit their health? Yeah, that's a good question, honestly. And honestly, I'm I'm very honest. I don't try to pretend to know stuff that I don't know the answer to. And that's one thing that I don't know for sure. Like, I think... It would honestly help to like talk to a registered dietitian. Let's say you don't have a dietitian or you don't want to do that or whatever is look into different like supplements. <laughs> um, not just taking just any random supplements, but kind of looking to see if they have like NSF certification, which NSF is something that they uh, provide some regulation. There's like flaws with that too, but it's better than not just like getting a random supplement that someone yeah. just like recommended off of your mom's Facebook page or something. Yeah, I was about to say like even just looking at the ingredients and if the ingredients aren't on the website that's a huge red flag like i think that any business like just from a business standpoint you should be transparent especially when you're asking somebody to put something in their body it's one thing for it to be makeup it's one thing for it to be a hair product it's another thing to be a pill or a type of food or anything like that so yeah i guess just being cautious in general yeah and i think being uh just looking up more stuff about like the terminology used like usually when things say low fat or whatever sometimes the sugar's doubled or they're really really smart with the or like look at serving sizes you know sometimes like i think for ice cream it used to be like a quarter cup as a serving size i don't know about you but if i'm eating ice cream (laughs) i'm taking it down like i'm not (laughs) eating a quarter cup like what is that like mm, finished you know so i mean just Mm -mm, like mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) seeing that kind of stuff um yeah so that's very good advice okay so we're gonna kind of put a close on specifically nutrition and i want to bring it back to like our personal lives and ask you gabby um what do you plan to do 
in the future because i know that you're also graduating with me we're both graduating yeah i'm so excited we're recording this april 29th which is like exactly or i think six days before we graduate and gabby has been sharing with me some very fun plans that are kind of related to or they are related to um expanding her knowledge and her certifications and credibility in the field that she's interested interested in so go ahead and talk about that yeah so um i take my cscs exam so what is that it's like actually i think i have it oh just kidding i don't have what it stands for oh it's for that's okay y'all can just go look it up wait no oh i think it's a certified strength and conditioning specialist i think yeah something like that one thing about me is like i love not only nutrition but like the science of exercise because i feel like they both go hand in hand and they can both really help each other out that's one thing i'm working on right now um i am going to move to north carolina after i graduate which I'm really excited for. I'm going to work there for a little bit um, in some nutrition-related jobs, just, like, really learn from people um, and just try to expand that knowledge. (laughs) And then um, hopefully I'm going to apply to UNC and try to get into their master's program to be a registered dietitian and then take the RD exam. And I think that's... It should be my dietitian. Guys, make sure to hire Gabby as your dietitian. Right now, the plan is... And anything can honestly change. Like, you never know. But I really want, like, my own practice or even just, like, you know, a way... Oh, another thing I want to work in eventually is, like, just low socioeconomic areas and, like, the structure of how things are and working with educating um, populations that don't really have access to that and, like, providing, like, a better system of nutrition for them and just a way to like educate provide and then just fix that one of my main honestly one of my main goals as a dietitian is just to change the culture like in general like the way the world sees nutrition and the way that people value it and give people a way that they can be educated about it and really take care of their bodies that is so cool i'm very proud of my gabby my goober (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay you guys it's gonna be the end of this episode thank you so much gabby for joining also gabby's going to be starting a podcast and it's in the makes in the makes it's in the works (laughs) and it's in the works make sure that you guys go follow her on instagram to stay updated and what's your instagram oh <laughs> sorry is uh gabby manuel and that's g-a-b-b-y m-a-n-w-e-l-l yeah. so yeah that's gonna be the end of this episode i really hope that you guys enjoyed and stay <laughs> we gotta cut this okay <laughs> and make sure to stay tuned next week for a new episode and thank you for listening bye <laughs> say bye gabby oh Bye. (laughs) City girl. City girl. (laughs)